All right, we are now recording. And uh, so, 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 John, I mean, let, let's go ahead and introduce this. Yeah, right. So, um, episode one of hopefully many more episodes. There we go. Of uh, kind of the John and Ryan show, right? And uh, where we're just going to kind of pick a topic and discuss the topic. And hopefully it will be helpful to people in both their business life and their personal life and their family life. So, um, you know, it's something that we've talked about now where we've known each other for probably coming up on two years now. Yeah. And we've talked about this for about at least six months and we're finally uh, taking that first step. So, um, you know, I, I, I think the goal is to use our strengths, offset our weaknesses and hopefully shape a message that impacts a handful of people and makes the world a better place and that's right. hence right the the better you motto yep that's right that's right you know every it's all day. about how we can leave others right yeah every day striving to be a little bit better than you were the day before that's right that's awesome and so um the the first topic that we wanted to focus on um was communication yep so, so do you want to form that a little bit? Because communication can be a, a really big topic. Yeah. So um, there are lots of aspects in communication. And uh, it's kind of the thing that separates us from everything else really on the planet, right? Um, uh, and we, we got to chunk it out. So the piece that we looked at for this first episode is a piece that, you know, is very impactful for kind of the environment that we're in right now. Right, whether it be COVID or the chaos that's going on, um, but it's listening. And I've never heard anyone say, I wish you would listen to me less. I would like to be less understood. <laughs> <laughs> so, so communication or a listening could be one of the most challenging pieces of communication. Yeah. Um, if you don't receive the message in the way the the sender is sending the message, then not, you know, ha nothing's happened. How many times do you spend an hour to an hour and a half with somebody, whether it's in business or in your family life, where you speak about something and you walk away and you're like, what a waste of time that just was. I mean, I, it, I didn't feel listened to. And I guarantee you on the other end, they didn't feel listened to. So we do this me-centric thing with listening and you know uh, I think we spend a lot of time thinking that we're really good listeners which becomes counterproductive because if you think you're good at something you begin not exploring it but if you approach it with um, you know I'm a horrible listener all of a sudden your world changes and you you start to look for what what are those tips and tricks it would be really cool if they taught listening in school they don't Right. So we learn it by trial and error. You know what? An image just came to my mind is, uh, you know, I, I like to think in pictures of, um, you know, I, I want us to think of, you know, instead of calling someone, right, that, that we receive a call from someone, but we've got to type in the number of the person that we want to receive the call from. Right. And um, so what what you're talking about receiving what is being shared, right? If we're not receiving what's being shared, that's like blaming someone who we wanted to receive a call from because we dialed the wrong number. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. And, and so if, if we're not, if we're not aligned to where we can actually receive what they're trying to convey, what they're trying to pass our way, uh, and then we're saying, no, I, I listened to you um, or no, I got it. And, and, and we didn't get it. I mean, you know, who's at fault there? It, it's not them. Right. It, it, it's us. And, and we're we're saying, hey, you're, you're just not sharing or, or you're not uh, when when it's when it's all about us. Yeah. So um, something that we were kind of talking about yesterday, too. Right. That kind of goes along with that. The first thing you have to do in any situation is approach it from yourself, right? And you have 100% control over changing anything in your life you want, right? 100%. Um, 
and you have 0% of changing somebody else, right? So you can suggest, but the amazing thing is, even though you have 100% and you might have something even life-threatening, health-related, you the, the human spirit just doesn't change. So you can work on your own listening skills and sharpen those, or you can tell somebody else why it is that they're not listening well. And if you just play the odds out, right? If you can't change, if you have a hard time changing yourself and you have 100% control of that, what do you think the odds are that you're going to um, have the right magic words that make somebody else go, oh man, I, you're absolutely right. I am a horrible listener. So I think you approach it from that first. You always take stock of yourself and you say, let me make small incremental changes. And today's topic, right, is um, listening. And I think what, what you start with is kind of, I always like to start with like definitions and understanding, right? My, my military days taught me very well that uh, as a forward air controller, if my direction it, it from on the ground in reference to a target if my eyes and the pilot's eyes don't start at the exact same spot, all the stuff that I give him, and as well as he listens, goes out the door and the bombs get dropped on the wrong target. So um, the mistakes we make in listening generally don't have those kind of consequences, right? But if you look at all the stuff that's going on in the world, if you don't listen to proper health advice, you could spread disease faster than you need to, right? If you don't listen to uh, in certain situation, you can escalate the situation and all of a sudden now, you know, you, you're in an argument with somebody who is out there to protect the public. All misunderstandings, all what you thought. So <clears throat> what I would say is this, there are two things when it comes to listening, right? There's listening, which is an active event. You have to prepare yourself and you have to actively take part in that. And then there's hearing. And I think people get those things confused. <clears throat> I don't have to do anything to hear something, right? You and I are talking. <clears throat> if, uh, if somebody was to stand off your camera right now and make a noise, I'd hear it. Doesn't mean I'm listening to it. I might tune into it. Um, but <clears throat> I think a lot of people confuse hearing with listening. And if we move from, uh, <clears throat> one of the things that I, in, in researching for this a little bit, right, I didn't do a lot of research on it, but um, I did pull some stuff up and it said, uh, if we ever finish a conversation and learn nothing surprising, we weren't listening, right? So um, there's so much stuff to learn from other people and you can't learn it unless you're tuned into the right station and you can't, and, and you're listening, right? So if I was speaking Mandarin Chinese right now, and I, which I can't, right? And you were there, I, you'd hear everything I said. You wouldn't understand a single thing. And the Mandarin Chinese thing sounds far-fetched, but we all speak with our own understanding of situations. And then we, we kind of, we're great at reverse engineering things so we think we already know what the person's saying, and then we're just listening to figure out how they're going to get there instead of just stopping and listening to what they're saying, and at the end reflecting back on what they said. You know what? That that is excellent, excellent. So so let's let's kind of shore up what we just talked about, and then let's go down that um, down that vein of uh, speaking a different language, right? Um, so so if I understood you correctly, John, you said that. Um, there's a difference between hearing and listening. Hearing is passive, right? And probably that's what we do a lot of the times. We hear people talking, but listening is active. And anytime we do something active, it requires effort from ourselves, right? And, and then you were, you were talking about tuning in. And so if we all understand that there's static on our receivers and we're the ones responsible for actively tuning that static out by listening 
uh, which, which is active, which is, you know, and, and, and we can go into more of this later, but, you know, asking questions, taking notes, um, and, and thinking about where that person's coming from. And, um, you know, there are uh, a lot of uh, different things that make that person who they are, right? That takes effort. And that's probably one of the reasons why we're not great listeners, because true listening is a very active um, active thing that we've got to do if, if we're going to be good at it. Is, is, is that what I heard? Absolutely, right? So in, in, in your visualization there, one of the things I thought of <clears throat> is uh, imagine if you're listening to kind of like a radio station that's way out of tune, but it's a talking station, right? And you got all that white noise in the background and you're really trying to hear the words because this person is passing you something that you absolutely have to have, right? And you're just, you can hear in the background, like one, seven, and you're trying to pick those numbers up. The level of intense and focus that you have, you might even go to tune everything else out, closing your eyes so you don't take input in from visual stuff, right? How many times when we're, when we're really focused on stuff, do we begin to tune other stuff out? But we don't do that in the things that we think we're comfortable with which is listening in our, our own thing. I mean, <clears throat> our kids are great feedback mechanisms for that, right? How many times <clears throat> are you busy because we're in a busy world and you're like, yeah, no, no, I'm listening to you. But your kid knows <clears throat> you got your phone, right? You're like, and then- Mine's dinging. Right? And then <laughs> you turn it around and you're like, no, no, I'm listening to you. And at one moment you're like, oh, what? What'd you say? So- they, they pick that message up that you're not really listening. Um, and <clears throat> you, so you can't be on 24 hours a day. It's impossible to do, right? So you have to make a conscious effort in small chunks to say, I'm going to listen right now for the next two minutes and then focus on it. But if you tried to listen for an entire day, you probably would burn your brain out smoke would be yeah. out of your head so so if, if we could if we could just expand that a little bit so uh number one we've got to automatically assume that we're all lazy listeners yes all got static on the line right yep number two we've got to work on that incrementally we're not going to become an excellent perfect listener tomorrow uh, it, it's an active sport, right? And, and so I have got to work on it over and over and over in incremental uh, periods of time so that I, I, you know, I don't burn myself out. Absolutely. Because you do no good, um, even if you're trying to. So everything's a balance in life, right? And you try to find the point of equilibrium, the return on investment, the, the law of diminishing return, right? So if you tried to become an active listener constantly, everything else in your life would wind up suffering. So you have to pick when it's important to listen, when it's important to hear, and then you focus on those things. And those clues you pick up by people, right? Um, how you receive information from people, if somebody's telling you they're not heard, then you could... You know, so I, I like this one analogy, right? You and I could be sitting in a room um, and uh, I say, man, I'm hot in this room. You know, like, I'm not hot. I'm like, no, you're hot. If I'm hot, you're hot. Well, it, it works the same way we're listening, right? Where you say, um, well, you're not listening to me. Oh, no, I'm listening to you. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um it's just the, it's just a focus from the wrong approach. And if you approach it from uh, the failure side of things instead of success, we're really good at connecting ourselves to success and we're really bad at connecting ourselves to failure. So if you connect it to the failure side and say, I'm not this, then you have something to strive for. But you begin to stop once you think you're an expert. And in a future topic, we'll talk about the Dunning-Kruger effect Right, and the Dunning-Kruger effect is this um, really cool thing where the less you know about a subject, the more of an expert you think you are. 
And the more you know about a subject, the less of an expert you think you are. So you talk to these guys who are these uh, astrophysicists, right? And they think they know nothing about the world. They blow us away in their knowledge, but they know so much that they incrementally know um, that they know so little. Where people who know nothing think they know everything. So that's this quandary with our brain. And we'll cover a lot of stuff about um, human biases. And human biases play a big effect in listening, right? So, 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 so sorry, uh, I, I just made the cardinal sin of listening, which is interrupting. But <laughs> but I, I want to, I really want to highlight that. So um, what you're saying is that if we think we're good listeners, we're already bad listeners because we think we've already arrived. We're, we're not seeing the capacity that we have to improve. Absolutely. But if we look at, if, if we approach it from the angle of, I'm probably not a good listener and, and this is an area that I can really uh, improve on. Now I'm actively working because I, I see that I've got space to improve. And actually using that Dunning-Kruger method, which we'll talk, at, uh, talk about at, at a later date and time, the better of a listener I become, I'm probably not going to feel like I'm becoming a better listener. I'm going to see that I've got lots of areas of opportunity for growth. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's really strange. But if you think about it, if as soon as you start exploring what are the things that I can do to become better at anything, you begin to absorb information. And the more information you begin to absorb, right? So maybe you think in order to be a better listener, all I need to do is look in the person's eyes. If they think I can hear, you know, if they think I'm listening, we're good to go. And then all of a sudden you find out that, wow, man, interrupting people, that's bad. Finishing their sentences, oh, that's probably bad. And all of a sudden, it's like a, you know, we no longer live in a linear world, right? We live in a web world. And you take one spot and it branches out into four. And those four branch out. And that's how you begin to look and go, man, I don't know anything. Um, I'm just kind of scratching the surface. You could take any topic and become an expert over your lifetime and still know nothing about it in reality where it will be a thousand years from now. So, so let's take that topic uh, and, and let's expand that a little bit. Now, now that we understand that, <clears throat> hey, look, uh, we're, we're automatically all bad listeners. If we don't understand that we're a bad listener, we don't have capacity to improve because we're automatically uh, shutting our brains off uh, to, to, to be open to improvement, right? So... I want to improve my listening skills. Therefore, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing as good of a job as I can be doing. Um, it, it takes active involvement. I've, I've got to grow incrementally. I, you know, I can't get too frustrated with not being a perfect listener tomorrow. Let's move into that realm that you were talking about uh, a little while back of we all speak different languages, right? Uh, because th this, is, this is how... So, um, it, it, it does web out, right? So if I can set us up a little bit, because you really triggered some stuff uh, in my mind as, as you were talking about the different languages. So um, just from the outset, the, the two things that popped into my mind was, um, number one, we all come from different experiences, different backgrounds, right? Yep. And those activities, experiences, backgrounds, backgrounds of our parents, cultural, uh, environmental, you know, uh, geographical, have all um, compounded into my viewpoint, right? So, uh, and, and I heard someone uh, define it to me at one point in time as a lens, right? So, so I wear glasses, right? And so if I put on different lenses, different things come into focus, right? Um, if I take these lenses off and swap them out with, uh, you know, someone else's lenses, then I'm going to see things differently. Um, and so there's a lot of subjective um, information in um, each of us that uh, casts how, how we communicate or how we feel what, what's important to us, right? 
Yep. Um, and then the second thing that came into mind was we all have different personality styles, meaning um, different things are important to different people. And, and if I can just, and, and we'll talk about this at a later date and time, but uh, the DISC personality profile is the one that I like the most because it's just easy, right? So uh, D-I-S-C, um, a, a D is a driver. Their base need is to be in control. And so if I know that someone has a, a driver type personality and that deep down inside, whether they realize it or not, they want to be the person driving the car, driving the conversation, driving the business, I can better communicate with that person because now I know what, what's important to them, right? Um, and I, an influencer, they like to be liked. Uh, they like to have fun, right? Um, and S, uh, you know, stability and structure, they, they don't like change, right? They like, they like dependability. They like, you know, uh, everything to be the same. And then the C, the calculating person, they like to be right. Uh, and, and so they might often be really listening and weighing every single little thing that we say. And, and you know, we're speaking generally and they're listening for, for very um, specific information. And we get frustrated because they're constantly correcting us. And it's like, why do you have to be so difficult? <laughs> why, why are you always correcting me? And w without understanding that, no, that, that's who they are. That, that's their personality. You, you don't just turn that off, right? Yeah, it's, these it's are their language, right? Yeah, the, these are the engineers, the scientists, the people where you've got to be very exact. So they're listening for exact language. We're speaking in general language, and we're thinking that they want to fight, right? So, yeah. so lenses and personality profiles, the more we can understand the lenses that people are wearing and the personality profiles that they have and those base needs, the better of a listener we will become. Uh, and again, it just kind of spider webs out, right? Yep. So I, I don't know. Do, does that trigger anything there? It does. So it just triggered an image in my head that I think is pretty funny, right? So imagine you're told that uh, you're going to go and your job is to pass a message on to a group of people, right? So they're like, hey, Ryan, we'd like you to speak to this group of people. And you go, okay, uh, what's the message that you want me to give? So they, they tell you, right? We, hey, we want you, you know, you're a financial guy. We want you to talk about great ways that people could uh, save money for the future. And you go, man, right up my alley. And you sit down and you, you come out with the, the most perfect speech. You get up and for 45 minutes, you deliver the speech to this audience of 500 people. And you get done and then you start evaluating yourself, right? And you're like, man, I really killed it. I covered every single thing I need to cover, blah, blah, blah. And then you go out to the audience and you start talking and you find out there's not a single person in the audience that could speak English. Yes. You never even asked, right? <laughs> so if we don't ask what language anybody that we're talking to speaks. We just assume that we know we all speak the same language. Uh, one of the things that I see, and I, I use sports a lot for different things, right? Um, you ever watch somebody that, uh, it, we don't even need sports. Um, the guy who's on the show House or uh, the, that doctor, right? Or... Yeah. Um, the guy in Homeland who was the soldier, right? Um, I don't know if you watched Homeland. I haven't. But, um, you watch him, and you're like, man, these guys are, I mean, they're good at what they do. And then you see them later on talking, and they're British. And you had no idea they had a British accent because the character they play is an American. Well, this, so you look at those people, and you make assumptions. Like I've seen that guy, I've never seen him with a British accent until I saw him on a award show and I was blown away. The same exact thing happens to us when we communicate with people. We make the assumption just because I look at you that obviously, um, you know, we're talking, I can, I, I know you understand English because we're, you know, words are going back and forth and responding in an appropriate way. At least I'm shaking my head, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> but imagine if you were really good at being able to just shake your head and, you know, you're just responding to my, my facial expressions and what I'm doing and we get done and you, you start speaking a different language. It's an extreme, 
But when you take that down to a micro level, we do that, we make those assumptions with individuals and their abilities. Um, we have no idea what kind of day somebody had, right? We have no idea if, if their brain is overloaded and they really don't have a capacity to listen. And sometimes it's better to just say, hey, let me, let me figure out what the audience is before I begin to deliver the message because given a 45 minute perfect speech to people who don't speak your language and are not ready to receive the message, is just as good as if you weren't up on the stage at all. You know what? I think you're bringing up our very next topic. Um, and, and I don't know how long we want to go. Um, that, that we've, uh, we've really unpacked and talked about a lot of stuff here that, that, that we can go into a lot more detail uh, in the future. But the, the thing that you're bringing up is questions, right? Um, we've got to understand our audience before we can really become a great communicator, great listener. And, um, you know, you, you correct me if I'm wrong, but, but I think the way that we do that is, is by asking some questions, getting to know them first before we attempt to communicate. It's definitely one of the steps. Um, you, so that's kind of a preparatory step, right? Um, and sometimes, uh, well, not only sometimes, I think almost all the time, the small amount of effort you put up front reduces the amount of effort you have to do in the long run, right? And you've heard me say all the time, I don't have time to do it right the first time, right? If I got to speed through it the first time, um, if I don't get it right, where am I going to find the time to do it twice if I didn't have the time to even do it once correctly? So that preparatory work is super important. I think the other thing that's really important is uh, not only knowing your audience, knowing yourself, right? Knowing your own strengths and weaknesses. And I don't think we do a well enough job in helping people. We, uh, instead of being able to provide them with um, good feedback so they can get better, we just simply gloss over it and like, you know, I only got to interact with you a couple times a week, right? So, if, if Thank goodness for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> for both of us, right? <laughs> um, but how invested am I to say to you and potentially ruin a relationship? Hey, dude, man, you, you're horrible at this, right? Right. Um, but, but we have to be able to be a little more thick-skinned and understand that we take input from other people. And the only way we can get better is if we get the view from somebody else's perspective, because we go back again to we view ourselves a lot different. The truth is the view that we have on ourselves is the minority view, right? If we know a thousand people, there are 1000 different opinions of us and ours is the least important because it doesn't matter what, if we think we're a great listener and everyone else thinks we're horrible listeners, we lose. Right. Um, so I think you do need to do the prep work and understand, but I think you also need to do the prep work with yourself and understand. And the third part that I would throw out there is um, it's almost kind of like a negotiating thing, right? You got to know what message that you're trying to get across because sometimes we're talking just to inform. Sometimes we're talking just to entertain, but sometimes we're talking because we need to pass a message. And if you don't know what the message is yourself, how do you expect a listener to get the message, right? It's kind of like playing telephone, right? Well, the telephone game is such a great game because um, it really allows you. I do this exercise uh, with, I've done it twice with two different groups where you bring people up and you have them talk to the person in front of them on how to tie a tie, right? You give them instructions. And, you know, you, you think you're really good at instructions, but you have to put yourself in the listener's point of view. Um, because if you're not in the listener's point of view, so you do it where two people are facing each other, right? So it's like a mirror image. You do it where one person is standing behind the other. So it's like they're putting their own tie on and that becomes a little bit easier. Um, but it, it becomes extremely difficult to put yourself in step number one in the other person's position, understand them to be able to get the message across, go back to the metaphor with the language, right? If I know you speak a language that I don't speak, 
I can probably communicate a message is going to be difficult, but I could sit down and I can learn, um, you know, a couple of sentences in your language and get a message to you. There was, this is funny, but there was a time when I was in Germany, uh, me and my uh, wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, we left Germany to go on a little tour and we were lost somewhere in Italy and I didn't speak Italian. I spoke broken German and, uh, you know, some people will say, I'm still working on my English, right? Um, and we talked to the only common language was this Italian knew some broken German. We knew broken German. So being American, we're speaking English to an Italian and we're all both speaking broken German to try to figure out where we needed to go. We made it work. But in that case, think about the intenseness of your listening, right? You're like, I'm not even speaking my own language. I don't speak the language very well. And they're in the same boat. So we really got to make, I mean, you really got to put the effort in, in order to make that happen. You can't just, there's no way you're just hearing them and then going about your business and being like, oh, they said, go up here and make a right. Just doesn't happen. You know, John, you're, you're bringing up an excellent point. Um, you know, listening, needing to be active, right? And, and guys, I wasn't ignoring John. I was writing down some, you know, act, part of active listening is taking notes, right? Um, but, uh, you know, we've got to have a reason to put in all that effort uh, and attention to, 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 to understand, right? So, so the reason why you needed to come up with a solution uh, and that solution was to, to speak a non-native language for both of you in order to just communicate. Uh, a lot of times we, we might need to uh, review uh, going back to do, do prep, not on just the audience, but do prep on ourselves. Hey, what is the purpose of why this communication is important, right? Why this listening is important. Is, is it my kids? Do I really need to connect with my kids? And do I need to uh, not just gloss over it, like you were saying earlier, but, but really say, hey, what, what, what is the benefit? You know, we're, we're talking about business, personal, and family. You know, what is the benefit to my business of becoming a better listener? What is the benefit to myself as becoming a better listener? And what is the benefit to, to my family? And we've got to drill down a little bit to really uh, give ourselves, um, you know, that that uh, th that extra effort to to really define to ourselves why we need to take the extra effort to really work on this and become better listeners, right? If, if the why isn't strong enough, then, right? No, I was. Did you did you hear what I said? The, the why, right? Yeah. No, I was like, what? I. Uh, oh, you said what? Yeah. <laughs> So, no, absolutely. Um, and, but, but it also made me think, too, is um, I think one of the things that impacts us from being able to really listen is we don't give ourselves enough credit that we're smart enough that we'll be able to respond to what somebody says without having to, to be thinking about what we're going to say while they're talking. Right? If you yeah. did that one simple act, if you said, uh, I'm, I'm pretty intelligent, so... I'm not going to be thinking about anything other than what this person is saying while they're talking. And then when they get done, uh, you, you'll pick up right where you need to pick up. I mean, it's not like you got to sit and go, okay, hold on a second. Now you got done speaking. I wasn't really talking in my head. I was listening to you. Now I got to unpack it all. It happens instantaneously. So if you can allow that one small step in your life, you will become a much better listener uh, because you can't do two things at a hundred percent, right? We get a hundred percent of doing something and each time we add something else to it, we diminish the thing. So uh, I would challenge people to simply say, if somebody else is talking to me to communicate a message to me, I'm not going to have a conversation in my own head. Hard to do in the beginning, but you try it and then, you reflect back on you're really what I like about your communication style is you're really good about reflecting back, right? You're like, so let me, I, you must've done it five times inside this thing. So let me get what you're saying. Um, that 
is a way to connect back because you want the person to go, man, he gets me or she gets me. That's right. Instead of the end of the conversation, walking away in frustration with your hands in the air going, man, that absolutely don't know anything that I was just saying. You, you know, uh, what, what the image that I just got in my mind, John, as you were sharing that is, well, t- two things. Um, number one, before I can move on, I get, I've got to make sure that I've received the right message. So am I listening for me or am I listening for them? If I'm thinking about what I want to say and not listening to them, I'm self-focused. It's about how, how good am I going to look or how bad am I going to look and, and, and that insecurity within me because I'm, I'm coming up with, I'm not listening, right? Uh, I, I just blocked all that receiving equipment up with what's going to be going out, right? Yep. Um, and so number one, uh, we are, to become a good listener, we've got to be sincere, it's not about me. It's about that person that's communicating with me and what they're saying. And so it's not about, gee, what am I going to say next? Or, oh, I already get them or, you know, and, and shortcutting the, the process. No, hear them out, listen to what they're saying and use questions to clarify. I'm not going to get 100% of the message the first time. And so if I'm sincere and if I'm listening and if the the goal is for me to hear John, then at the end of that, I'm going to go, so, so John, if I understood you correctly or, or help me understand if, if I, if I heard this right, and then I'm repeating back what I received, I could be right. I could be partially right. I could be wrong what it's going to do is it's going to cause both John and I to now connect at a higher level and for him to really clarify if I didn't hear things well, maybe he didn't communicate things like they were, you know, bouncing around in his head and he's like, Oh, I didn't quite say that right. Or, you know what? I said that, but that's not what I meant. Right. Rather than being reactive and Oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that or, you know, how I receive something. And then all of a sudden we're just, you know, we're, we're in a fight and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, how do I even know that number one, he communicated right. And I heard it right. So we've, we've got to have that clarification occur. And it does a couple things. Number one, it lets John know that I was listening. Number two, it holds a mirror up uh, not a perfect mirror, but a mirror up to John saying, hey, this is what I heard. Is this what you meant? Right. And then number three, it uh, it verifies the point that was being made to where we can move on to the next point. So that conversation as it's occurring, it's like us doing a dot to dot. We can't move on to the next point of the conversation or that next dot until we verified that, yes, th- th- we're, we're on track right? I, you communicated this, I heard this, and we both agree that, that yes, this is, this is what was meant. Great. Now we can move on to the next piece of the conversation, right? Listen, verify that, move on. Does that make sense? It does. And, you know, I'm a giant fan of the dot-to-dot thing, right? So um, you can have thousands of dots on a piece of paper with numbers next to them, and you have no idea what it is. Right. But as you begin to connect the dots at some point in time, you can guess what you think it is. You might not be right, um, but you connect enough dots in the right order and you're going to see a much clearer picture. But you can't just take your pen and say, well, I've done these before, so I know which way this is going to go and just connect dots, take the numbers off of it and try to connect the dots. Right. The listening part are those numbers. And until you find out where number one is, and a dot to dot, you don't need to start with number one. You just need to connect those dots in, in the order that they're in so that you can get the picture. Now, you can miss a couple of dots, and you're not going to skew the picture. We're not talking about perfection, right? We're just talking about um, improving, incremental improving. So I love the dot to dot thing. 
uh, in many different aspects um, because of the things that you said right there. We don't generally listen to listen. We listen to respond, right? And we also, uh, with our biases, um, we were significantly handicapped in our ability to do things because we have so many autopilot things, right? So you might be saying something. I don't agree with what you're saying. So I just kind of dismiss that information. I don't tell you. I just don't take it in because it's not going to get to me. And then I cherry pick the things that I like. And you could be telling me that there's something that I need to improve. And I can walk away thinking, man, that guy thinks I'm the best at that. Um, in the military, when I was a section commander, one of the things I used to do, you have to discipline folks in the military. I would never discipline anybody without their supervisor in the room. Because what that individual in front of my desk at that emotional moment heard was totally different than the message that I was putting out. And I tried to be very, very specific uh, with them. Here's what you did. Here are my choices. This is the action I'm going to take. This is why I'm going to take it. And then I did, went one step further. I would say to them, this is a business transaction. When this is done, I think no different of you. So if you avoid me because you think I think different of you, that's on you. But the transaction's done. The paperwork is signed. Let's go about our day. And that little aspect right there helped a lot of people. But we don't go through those steps in normal with people in general. We just, we assume that we know things that if we assumed we didn't know them, we'd be able to get the message probably a little bit clearer and a, and a little bit quicker. So John, uh, I, I think this brings us full circle. So let me just kind of repeat what, what we just talked about there. You know, in the beginning we talked about that um, we can't assume that we're a good listener we've got to assume that we all have static and we all have room to improve if we want to improve our listening, right? So uh, if, if, if I heard you correctly, what I heard is that we all have filters or we all have um, uh, translators or um, uh, th these biases, right? So you say one thing, but because of my filter, because of my personality, my background, if, if, if I'm not listening to listen, if I'm listening to respond, I'm not receiving all of the message. I'm automatically filtering out parts of the message, and those don't reach me because of my bias. And, and so then I take pieces, and what I hear and how I respond uh, is really not well-founded in exactly what was communicated, right? Correct. So I have got to understand that I've got a bias, that I naturally have a filter, that some things that people say might put me on edge a little bit because it's more of a, a response, right? That, that, that uh, muscle memory, if you will, of, oh, I heard something, you know, hey, here, here, here comes the, the five alarm fire, here comes the, the whatever it is, not because of you, but because of things that have happened in the past, right? So I, I automatically dredge all that up. And now, you know, only so much is going to get through. And then I'm going to go, well, John, this is what you said. No, that's not what I said. That That's what I allowed through. That's what I interpreted sorry interpreter is what i was getting at not a translator and interpreted it to be so we've got to be super careful as we're communicating to actively drop our bias to actively drop our filter and to really ask those clarifying questions you know when when, when those are kicking in hey you know we, we we've got to make sure that that, that we're tracking right hey, this is what I heard you say. Is that what you meant? Or help me understand that a little bit better. You know, ask those questions so that we're actively dropping those biases and those filters and we're really listening to what, what that person is trying to communicate with us. Did, 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 did I catch that right? It does. And there's something that you said in there that triggered a thought for me, right? So 
you said, um, and this, this is a source for a lot of arguments, right? You said, this is what you said, which again, we go back to the hundred percent and zero percent of what we're in control of. Right? So you're never in control of what somebody said because if, and, and we'll go into this in another thing, right? But simply the way the brain works, we actually piece things together. The reality that we live in is not really the reality that we think it is. We have blind spots, which is one of those biases, right? One of the big ones is where the um, optic nerve connects to the eye. There's a circle there that is blank, but we fill the picture in because we think we, you know, our brain knows what's supposed to be there. So it fills it in. Um, so when you come, when you're communicating with somebody and you, uh, it, it's a great way, but if you say, this is what you said a lot, you are working from the wrong side of the, of the candle, right? So what you, the better way to approach that is to say, this is what I heard. You have a hundred percent control over what you hear. And just because somebody said something doesn't necessarily mean um, I'm, I'm big with this. I'll, I'll be watching something. And I love this, the whole re rewind on a TV. Um, I catch a lot of, I'm super detail oriented, right? So I, I'll watch something and I'll be like, oh, rewind that. There were four sandwiches on the plate before. Now there are three. And I catch those all the time. Um, and one of the things is in what we hear. We are in 100% control in what we think we heard. So if you just change, uh, it's a great listening tactic, but if you change that one thing from this is what you said to this is what I think I heard, the interaction you get with the other person, can, the dynamic completely changes, right? Because take it on the negative side. If I said to you, that's not what you said. I mean, you immediately... We're not even having a conversation like that. There's no emotion involved in this, right? But if I just said to you, that's not what you said. My line to that always is, um, I said what I said. I don't care what you heard. I, I'm not in control of what you hear. Um, so the, shaping that one simple thing can be of tremendous value to people if you begin to figure out what it is that you have control over and focus on that, right? Like if, if I think I heard you correctly, I think you just stated that you were angry. You know, I'm not angry. What made you think that I'm angry? Um, so that I think is an important aspect. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, focus on things that are you and not the other person. Awesome, man. Well, hey, uh, I, I don't know, uh, you know, how you felt about this, but this was great, man. I, I, I learned a lot. Uh, you know, sometimes the, the lesson is better for uh, those involved in, in having this discussion and, and working on doing some teaching than maybe it is for the student. And, uh, you know, I've got a whole bunch of notes and we got the recordings. So we can go back and now take notes on, on everything that we shared. Um, uh, and, and we're going to do these on a regular basis. And we're going to focus, and, and I, I think, John, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we want to focus uh, more on communication, especially listening, right? We're, we're going to take it, uh, you know, a uh, couple levels deeper here. Uh, so, so this kind of sets the groundwork, uh, and, and there's, there's a couple um, areas that we can really get into to help people become much more active, better listeners, uh, as well as ourselves. Um, and then we will um, be posting these, and, and this is all about making it, uh, m making people a better you, a better version of themselves. Is that correct? It is. And um, so to, to round out some ground rules, right? Sometimes people think that in order to improve, you have to gather all the information, right? Like if I read a book, you know, the book might be 400 pages long. I haven't been successful unless I integrate all of that stuff. Well, that is completely wrong. You pick, if somebody listens to this and we pique their curiosity in a certain area, all you got to do is pick one thing and decide to work on it, right? Whether that one thing is um, I'm going to not talk while somebody else, in my head while somebody else is talking, or I'm going to start taking stock into where my biases are. You just pick one thing 
And if you, if you change incrementally over time, one thing a day for a year is 365 things. And you are a different person if you can work on one thing as opposed to trying to fix everything because the more you try to fix in a big group, the less effective the fix is. So I'd like these things to be the discussion because I learned a lot in this too, right? The discussion that just naturally comes and the listener who we're trying to reach um, looks and we put the topic out there to become a better listener, right? So that's what today's topic is. And they find whatever it is nugget out there that they can say, I'm from that thing, I'm going to take this and I'm going to try to do that better, right? Maybe that's, I'm not going to tell people what they said anymore. I'm going to say, this is what I heard. That simple act right there could change the course of their life, their relationship with somebody. And you never know where you're going to be when you are your better you. That's exactly right. And, and uh, we, we want these topics to apply to, uh, to business, to personal, as well as to family life. Um, you know, there, there's so many uh, people that we connect with and we affect um, in, in becoming a, a better person, a, be, a better version of ourselves. Um, so, you know, I'm going to definitely be taking this and, and saying, you know, how can I become a better listener in my business, right? With my clients, with people who are struggling financially or, you know, it's just not connecting. Well, let me make sure that I'm listening better so that I can really help them uh, help understand the language and, and help them better solve what they're trying to solve for. Uh, personally, my, my interactions with people, I'm going to be a much happier person if I look at, hey, it's not what someone said, it's what I heard, right? Because now it's not a confrontational, uh, you know, posture that I take. Uh, it's more of an inquisitive posture and uh, one that, you know, helps to clarify and helps me connect to people. Uh, if I'm if I'm being flexible and, and if I'm being inquisitive and if I'm naturally being a better listener and then within my family, uh, my spouse, my kids, uh, you know, am I really listening when, you know, this is in my hand or I'm trying to respond and I'm not listening. I'm hearing, but I'm not listening. Um, how does that make us feel when someone's only hearing us and not really listening to what we're saying? Uh, and so. Uh, you know, I'm going to be taking all, all of that in and uh, studying this uh, at a deeper level uh, this next week. Um, and John and I would both love to, to get feedback on, hey, wh what were the things that really connected? Um, you know, we're, we're doing this for all of us, but we really want to make sure that we are uh, making um, a, a huge impact with with all that we touch. So uh, those areas that we've hit on that you're like, oh man, that, that that's that's a really good topic. Let's really explore that one, right? Uh, if it's you know personality styles or the you know the, the different languages, the lenses um, or you know uh, that that we all wear the. The, the, the spider web of how things are connected. Just there, there's lots of different things that we've hit on naturally. This is how John and I communicate a lot. Um, <laughs> and so we, we want to make it available to, to all of us uh, to where we can just really learn and, and dive deeper. So um, please communicate with us. We, we would love to hear from you and find out, um, you know, what, what are some of those topics uh, that we can all benefit from uh, more and where can we uh, do deeper dives? So, John, anything um, that you would like to share or sum up as as we wrap up? Um, no, what I'd like to do is thank you for your time and stuff. You know, like I, we said in the beginning, we've been wanting to do this. Uh, we both have. I, I thoroughly enjoy. I mean, from the first time we had a conversation, right? I thoroughly enjoy the conversation and. Um, we have kind of like the perfect balance. I mean, if I think if you watch this video and you look, um, the way you summarize things and we just kind of complement each other in those aspects and we offset each other's weaknesses and 
other areas. Um, so I think there's, I'm hoping that people will see that there's benefit for it. And there's no use of us just sitting outside having a conversation when we could have the same conversation, kind of record it because we do love to explore different topics. Right. And I always walk away and I'm thinking I'm, I'm better for that interaction than I was if I didn't have the interaction. So, um, I appreciate your friendship and, uh, I hope this turns into something that becomes extremely beneficial. Um, there's a real, and I'll end on this. There's a really cool story of a kid walking down the beach with his grandfather. I don't know if you've ever heard the one with the starfish, right? Yeah. And there's thousands of starfish on the beach and the kid picks them up and he's throwing them in the water. And the, the grandfather says, what are you doing? Why are you wasting your time? I mean, look at all these starfish here. This, you're just wasting your time. I mean, you're not making an impact. And the kid throws one of the starfish in the water and he says, I impacted that one. He picks another one up and I impacted that one. So that's what I want this to be. We're not trying to, you know, you listen to a, a couple of minutes of us kind of talking about a topic. Um, you're not going to walk away and start teaching university level courses on listening, but we might impact that one starfish that does change and then that ripple effect over time of their impact on the people that they talk to and their impact so that's what the entire goal of this entire thing is so i always want to think the visual of that kid walking down the beach and yeah you can't save every starfish but the the ones that get thrown back in the water it's 100 percent impactful to them thousand percent agree uh amen 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 um the there there's a domino effect they they call it the uh the the, the butterfly effect right where a butterfly flaps its wings and it makes this little air and and those that air affects other you know things throughout the world uh and and you're exactly right i mean that's the um opportunity that we all have in all of our lives right so, so this is John and I's um, uh, focus to, uh, you know, not, not just improve ourselves and have these discussion with ourselves, but to, to have them uh, to where they're available to, to all of us and to pull a lot more people into the conversation and, um, and uh, help to improve our community and, uh, and ourselves and just everyone all at the same time. And, you know, that, that, that those little dominoes that fall into place, you never know what other dominoes those affect, right? And the ripple effect that, that it has um, moving out, uh, helping other people's lives. So, uh, you know, John, I want to thank you for uh, your sincerity and focus on, um, you know, helping people and uh, the inquisitive nature that you have and you're a voracious reader and you, you know, you study a lot about uh, human uh, tendencies and capacities and, and all of that. And you have a very unique past uh, that I think is just super cool. And um, you know, it, it, it is a pleasure to, uh, to, to, to be working with you on this project as well as being a friend and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm psyched about it. And uh, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. And, and hey, if it's just us watching this stuff and learning from each other and, uh, you know, here in the replay, you know, it is, it is time well spent. Um, so thank you for, for being you and for, for uh, you know, you, you could do a lot of things and you choose to do what um, is going to impact people uh, more than, you know, other personal uh, things that, that you could choose to do. So thank you for all that you do. I appreciate it. And the same, and uh, I think we should end kind of on the tagline, right? All right. So fix something in your life that can make you a better you. Pick that one thing and just work on it so that the next time we talk, you, you know, you've been focused on, on that one thing that makes you a better you for tomorrow. And, um, you know, I knew this guy, his name was Eugene at, saw him in a restaurant and I said, if he had a son, I could make his son be twice as good as he was. And he was like, what? I said, just in his name, you take it from Eugene to double Eugene. 
and uh, that made an instant connection with that guy, right? But yeah. you know, go from better you to better W. There we go. There we go. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Well, hey, everyone. Uh, you know, thank you for for being a part of uh, our lives. You know, please please give us some uh, comments and feedback, and and uh, you know, uh, if if you're if you want to you know, go ahead and share what that one thing is that, that you really took out that you're going to work on that, that, that feeds us, right? Uh, because we know that um, we, we can kind of see those starfish, uh, you know, being thrown back and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, please, please join us. Uh, thank you, John. Thank you, everyone. And uh, hey, guys, stay tuned. We're, we're coming back at you. Thanks, man.